At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host. Sharon Lynn Wyatt, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of each show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset when they use the gifts that are seen in their name when they're utilizing nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Ian Gray, who has developed his genius in the area of being able to earn huge sums of money and raise his awareness levels at the same time. Now, Ian is a serial entrepreneur who started his first small business in his teens and has continued to build his highly profitable portfolio. His first major success came in his mid-20s when he founded Innovation Ads, Inc., a New York-based advertising agency, which he grew from zero to over 150 employees in just three short years. Now, prior to embarking on this entrepreneurial journey, he graduated with a master's in organizational leadership from Mercy College in New York and a bachelor's in marketing from Florida Atlantic University in Boca Raton. While still in college, he worked at renowned organizations where he was one of the top sales associates, exceeding targets and setting new benchmarks for achievement. Ian Gray is the founder and creator of Evolved Life, and he spells life L-Y-F-E. It's a purpose-driven leadership activation which raises the collective level of awareness for all who participate. Evolved Life is an exclusive way of being that brings forth the desires of the heart. It is designed to help high achievers, entrepreneurs, and leaders to effortlessly create wealth while making a larger impact on the world. The process is structured to support any individual in turning life into art. Participants become the creators of their own world. Now, Ian Gray excels at assisting others to consciously create what they want in their lives. In Ian's Millionaire Proudness program, he mentors entrepreneurs to gain clarity on what is most important, defining what they wish to achieve, and then how to create a winning mindset and strategy to quickly implement their visions in their life and business. A winning mindset radically minimizes struggle and helps individuals to get into that state of flow. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Ian. 
Thank you so much for having me on. I, I'm really excited to to be part of this this program, and um, I'm really excited actually for everybody that's listening right now. Definitely going to want to stay the whole way through and tell your friends to tune in. So, Ian, you have this fascinating story of how you became a millionaire at age 25, lost it, and then earned it again. Now, we all want to know how you did this. Yeah, well, um, just to be a, a distinction, um, I launched Innovation Ads when I was was 25, and, and it was um, probably a, maybe a year later um, when I ended up that, that millionaire mark, maybe a year and a half or so. And um, I actually didn't lose it all, but I did lose my mind. And, um, and, and, and and had a nice, nice, beautiful dip into, um, sleepiness and forgot everything that I knew that brought me success. So it was actually climbing my, my way out of that, that depression and that sadness that actually I had the real true awakening to my, my own power. And that was part of the, the idea behind launching Evolve Life was, to make sure that everything that I did that allowed me to create um, heaven on earth for myself, I could share with others. And um, first, it actually started with thinking about when I have children and sharing it with them and my immediate family and making sure that I'm building a legacy that lives beyond me. And then as I started bringing this stuff out to some of my friends and family, I realized that this is something really important to share with the world. So we're just curious. At age 25, okay, having so much money and earning it, what did you do that enabled you to earn that kind of money? Well, it was definitely a, a culmination of, of a number of things. Um, the most important thing, I, I think, to, to get anyone started is having a deep sense of purpose and, and by purpose, like normally it would, would start with just myself. So I can only really speak to my own experiences. And um, they usually are a pretty good benchmark for what's going on with others. So anybody can self-identify or tell me I'm crazy. It's cool. Um, I'm all for that. Um, and, and having that purpose initially was um, really a component of when I was growing up, I was consistently told that we didn't have money for things. And it was I think it was more of a component of making it easier to say no to me. But I, I remember being around eight years old and I made a, a pact to myself that I was never going to say no to anything once I was an adult because of money. And I remember actually sharing this at the dinner table with a bunch of family and family friends there. And all the adults laughed and thought I was crazy. So my first purpose actually was just to be able to make sure that money was was not uh, going to be an issue for me as I got older. But really what catapulted the success was when I started thinking about having um, greater access to financial resources would allow me to help those in my inner circle, my friends and my family, and then starting to think about how I could actually change the world. And once I got into that mode of being, uh, where I'm actually creating value for everybody around me, um, that's when things really started to take off. So my, my advertising business started off like in the email marketing world and, um, back in, uh, in 2006, it was uh, kind of, it was almost the wild west back in those days. Um, to pretty much do anything and there was not a whole lot of regulation. Nobody really knew what was going on. And the, the company quickly morphed as I got new clients and how could I add value to them. And then um, what ended up happening was 
most of my clients were, were businesses, but those businesses were serving customers. And I started working a lot in the online education and offline education and helping find students for colleges. And most people took it as approach, like how many of these interested parties could I get? And what I think we did that was really unique in, in our company was we actually investigated how can we help all those people that normally wouldn't have the opportunity to hire education how can we actually help them to be the first generation that get into um, to, to a higher education, a, a, a degree program? And once we made that shift, it really started to, to be very impactful. And this was a way to bring new information to people that, that never would have had it otherwise. And that purpose alone led to a common vision, a common goal, a true north for every single person in the organization to start creating some real magic. Well, what I really like about it is that you centered everything on how you could help others. And then a byproduct actually was how you guys got to help yourselves. And I always think that's the the perfect kind of a business to do is aiming it on helping the ones around you first. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think there's also some distinctions there. Like when I was in a place where I didn't have the money, I, before I can help anyone else, I, I must be able to take care of myself first. So I think there was a component where it was about me getting solidified and creating my identity and, and having to overcome and, and make myself have a certain level of self-worth at that time based on the level of consciousness I had. But then once... Once I got to a sustainable place, then it was like, wow, wait, how do I help others? And that's when things rapidly changed for me. And once I started serving the community and serving others, then then the real well started pouring in, like where it was I couldn't even spend as much money was coming in. See, that is so cool. Now, this is the part of the show where I interpret a little bit of your name. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So your name says it's very important for you to be included in different things. So like even if all of your friends are going bowling and you don't like to bowl, you still want to be asked so that you know you're included and wasn't going to be left out. And even if it's the hundredth time they asked you and they're still going, you still want to be asked and have that opportunity. It says that out of the life lessons that you learn, that some people learn through money and finances, some learn through relationships, and some learn through health. But your major way of learning is actually relationships, and you decided to major in family relationships. Your name is interesting as it says, I, I will work hard, and I will work hard to get done what I need to get done. But life is not all about work, and I don't want to become a workaholic. So I want to have some balance in my life. It's also very important that family supports you in, in what you're doing. And just like you were saying that you wanted to be able to help family first, I thought, oh, that is so right there in the name. And it also indicates, Ian, that your memory is absolutely incredible. Your name also indicates that you attract people to you who want the truth, who want to make change and make a difference in the world, and that sometimes they have a challenge between what their brain is saying and what their heart is saying. And if that's the case, you help them lead to you got to go with the brain and then the emotions follow or fall into line or, you know, they come along for the ride because that's what's in your name. Anyway, the other thing that's in your name that I think is really cool is that you have this worldly point of view instead of a, a narrow point of view. And that is literally shown throughout your name that you have like a oneness factor versus an individual. So we need to take a break. Stay tuned to know the name, know the genius in you which is being heard on the X-Zone Broadcast Network and at knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out what Ian sees during 
um, when he's helping somebody to help them transition from where they are to where they could be. Stay tuned. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on TV plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. We live in rapidly shifting times of extreme volatility and uncertainty. Such profound change brings a unique opportunity for the evolution of consciousness. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of Mission Evolution Radio Show, a program that explores the latest scientific developments and deepening spiritual truths supporting human evolution. Join me on XZBN.net, where I interview leading experts in science, physics, medicine, spirituality, and more. By applying divergent viewpoints to leading-edge topics, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truth to assist you on your path to enlightenment. More information and past episodes are available at missionevolution.org. Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and KnowTheName.com. Our guest tonight is Ian Gray, whose website is EvolvedLife.com. 
Now, life is spelled L-Y-F-E, not the normal way of L-I-F-E. So when you're spelling evolved life, you've got to remember that that's a Y in there, not an I. So, Ian, how did you get started? Now, your businesses have developed and evolved literally over the years. So currently, please let us know what you're doing and how you got involved now and what you're currently doing because it's so different than what you were doing before. Yeah, actually, um, it, it's it's been a really interesting ride. So um, we talked a little about the the advertising and business I had that was wow um, over oh, well over a decade ago now, um, which was a really exciting time. And then once I got out of that, um, I thought I was retired. <laughs> I, uh, I I had made enough money. I'd beat every single goal that I had financially, and um, I kind of lost my way for a little bit. And then I started getting into lifestyle businesses. So I used to race motocross when I was growing up. So I bought a Floresville that was uh, Floresville, Texas, just outside of San Antonio. It was about to go bankrupt and was able to prevent that from uh, completely falling apart and end up turning into a really world-class premier racing facility. Um, I ended up buying San Antonio Raceway, which is a drag strip in, in San Antonio that had gone bankrupt. And uh, revitalize out of the, the community, and that actually just that tenor just ended uh, three days ago for me. So now I've graduated to really focus my full time on on evolve life, and with an evolve life is really a, a culmination of the the practices that I've been able to use to allow me to experience heaven on earth. So some of them are around finance. So I have a one program called Millionaire Prowess where I break down the 10 principles that I use to make me millions, like make it very applicable to anyone that goes through. It. So it's not just information. It's actually a, somebody would introspect while they're going through it. So they're going to come up with the solutions to their problem and, and their way of, of thinking so they can create the maximum opportunity available to them. And then Evolve Life is a little bit different where it gets a uh, a little bit more on the the psychological side and the mindset, um, a little bit of woo-woo stuff too, like definitely uh, practices of meditation and and really calming the mind so that um, I can fuse my my thinking with the, the brain to, to what my heart is actually telling me. So one of the things that you mentioned, or I think I heard you say about my, my name earlier was going with the mind over the heart. And that's something that was very, very true for me up until um, probably about three and a half years ago where I started to slow down the thoughts in my mind and start to really see where they were coming from, which beliefs they were coming from. And it's allowed me to um, create a whole new experience of, of, of life. And now I actually, actually believe it or not, now I've started leading with my heart. So um, those, are, those are the two businesses, uh, or really one business, um, and two projects that I've really been focusing all my energy on because I've, I've been able to have so many gifts and be able to receive so many gifts as a result of this, just really just this, this mindset and bringing opportunities in that would have otherwise evaded me and um, so, sharing so that with the world. So you say there's 10 steps, right? You mentioned that there's 10 steps. Could you give us just yeah, step number one and number two so we get an idea of what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So the, 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 when, when it comes to millionaire prowess, like the, the first step is getting on purpose. And uh, I mentioned a little bit about that earlier in the show where it's really 
why if i if i were to pick out a number and say it was 10 million dollars why is that number important to me like what would i do with that money so first is is thinking okay so i make sure that my bills are taken care of i might want to get myself a nice car or a bigger house or softer sheets or whatever it is it might be some material things it might be some education it might be some adventure but once that's done the where where else am i going to spend that money and and how is it going to change the lives of my family and my friends? And then the third step with that is actually um, how is it going to impact the world? So out into the community and out beyond the community. And the, the reason for the, the three steps is because it's, it's really easy to, um, for, at least for me, to, to dismiss something that would be that I would receive. So if I want a bigger house, like I can live in a smaller house. I actually, when I bought the motocross track, I lived in my RV. I chose to live in my RV, which is easier than getting a house at first. And that was perfectly fine. I went from living in two penthouses in Miami, one in Miami, one in New York, um, to living in this tiny little RV and I could enjoy it. But when it becomes about the people around me, then when the going gets tough, then I'm, I have a little more incentive. When I'm actually creating something for the, the entire world, then I have extremely more incentive and I'm actually creating something much bigger than me that will last beyond me, beyond the test of time. And having that level of purpose and making sure I'm leading with, with a, a real good reason for doing what I'm doing um, is a great component to make sure I stay on path to creating my vision. Now, this the second step um, is actually creating what I call a statement of desire. And really what it is, is getting crystal clear on what I am looking to create and what am I willing to do to create that and what am I willing to give up to create that. So currently, my, my statement of desire um, that revolves around millionaire prowess is that by January 24th, 2023, my 45th birthday, I will have helped 1,000 people become millionaires. And I'm willing to give up anything that does not serve me, any limiting beliefs, any, anything that's detracting from my time and my energies towards reaching that goal. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to use any type of media possible, coming on shows like this, uh, doing videos, going speaking at events whatever it is possible to reach people to let them know this is available to them so that's so that's, if ahead. if somebody wanted to be one of those 1000 what would they do how would they get a hold of you how would you select you know if they qualified to be one of your 1000 yeah well well actually um they self select it's it's a paid course that people can go through they anybody could test drive it if they went to free.millionaireprowess.com they actually do the first week for free and do the purpose element and really get engaged with that. Um, and then they'll be assigned with an accountability partner. And if they move forward with the course, they would just pay for that. And then um, they'd either be coached by, by me or one of my team members uh, throughout the program. So is there a guarantee? Like, let's say we want to take that program. At, is there a guarantee that if they do everything that's in your course, they will end up with a million? There, there is a guarantee that if they're not happy, if they don't, they don't um, accomplish their goal, then, then I'll refund them. Um, the, 
the course is is laid out for the person to actually really create their own destiny. So I'm not teaching people how to sell things on eBay or how to do real estate or anything like that. This is this is all mindset based, and, and it's actually revolving around their business. So um, one of the major steps in this is is something called breaking down that that overarching goal, that statement of desire into smaller sub goals. So for me to sit there and track to make sure somebody's actually taking the action items that they come up with based on the way the program's laid out to get them to those numbers, that's that's um, that's not up to me to sit there and manage everything that they do. That uh, that's be a little cumbersome. Okay, I was just curious because I could just hear everybody listening to this going, and what do we need to do to get to do that? <laughs> now, there's always stumbling blocks along the way when you're creating anything. What are some of the stumbling blocks you've come across, and how did you overcome them? I, I think my my biggest uh, stumbling stumbling block would be like any time that something seemed like um, it created some kind of concern or worry for me. So um, in in thinking back to, I, I have one big one that I would love to share, but I, I can't right now because um, I it, it's it's still it's still up in the air and there's not the outcome, but I already see it happening and. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 a it's a legal matter, but uh, I, I think the the way to really approach it is it becomes really simple. Any concern that I have usually has some kind of knot in it, and it would be something to the case like something's not going to work out a certain way, and actually just by removing that word, then it gives me a gift of seeing what my true vision is. So my, my vision gets clouded by all these, these concerns. So back to the mindset portion, um, that's really where it becomes scary. So one, one, one example would be, um, I, I had, when I first started innovation ads, I was looking to, to raise more money cause I couldn't, I, I couldn't see there's that word, not could not, um, generate enough volume to actually maximize and fulfill the orders that I was getting. So I went to banks and they wouldn't help me. I went to um, other entrepreneurs, it seemed like they wouldn't help me. I went to family, they, they didn't have the resources to do it. I went to an entrepreneur organization and they, um, they wouldn't let me into the room because my business didn't have enough history and I didn't have all the knots in here. Um, I didn't have all the paperwork to prove what it is that I'm actually um, able to to do, and how much revenue I had, how many employees I had, and they actually like they they asked me to leave. And I walk outside in this this rainy, coldy, cold day. Okay, in New we want to hear about the rest of this right after the break. We do need to take another break. Stay tuned to know the name, know the genius in you. This show is dedicated to realizing what is important in your life and getting your priorities straight. After the break, we're going to find out some more from Ian Gray and how he has assisted people. Stay tuned.
from our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7, 365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Ian. He's a businessman who knows how to help other people also get the money so that they can fulfill their own dreams. And his website is evolvedlife.com. Now, I'm going to spell that for you. It's E, V as in victory, O-L, another V for victory, E-D, 
And then L-Y-F-E, so life is spelt with a Y instead of an I, evolvedlife.com. Now, Ian, before the break, you were in the middle of telling us some of your stumbling blocks and how you got over them. Please continue. Yeah, absolutely. So anybody just joining, I, I, was, I was at an entrepreneur organization and, and I was really hoping that this was my tribe and they were going to help me as I started a business and I didn't have the financing to, to really capitalize on some of the opportunities I had. And they, they actually asked me to leave because I didn't have all the documents proving I was making as much money as I was and had the number of employees I was. And when I walk outside, it's rainy, it's windy, it's a cold November day in, in Manhattan. And I put my head down and my hands in my face. And I just, I was like, what is going on here? Why, why is no one helping me? And I looked up and when I looked up like a lightning bolt, it hit me when I figure out how to make money that I'm going to actually teach other people how to make millions as well. So here it was a situation where it was like this big adversity for me. And all of a sudden it created this new opportunity, which eventually turned into to millionaire prowess. And then moments after that happened, and actually I don't even think I've ever told anybody this, it started hitting me how I could actually leverage um, my cash flow. And it started to allow me to see the, the hidden opportunities that were once clouded by having any kind of doubt around anything. So I, I think really the way I overcome adversity is really just by jumping in with, with a lot of faith. Well, that's always a, a good thing because a lot of people live on faith from month to month. Um, <laughs> you know, this is a question that I've really wanted to ask you. And it's because, you know, you've started a company, you became a millionaire, you retired before you were 30, but that didn't satisfy you. What was it that where you found out money wasn't enough, that you needed to do something else along with it. Oh, wow. That, uh, that, that actually hit me so hard because I, I think at a certain point I was living in my, my condo in South Beach most of the time. I had this beautiful penthouse. And I would literally go out and party every night thinking that was exactly what I wanted to do when I grew up. And I saw it on all kinds of MTV videos and so forth. And then I would wake up sometime around noon and I would go to the gym. And then I'd come home and I'd be bored out of my mind. All my friends would be at work. And, um, and I realized that I just I had no like, reason for being. And my, my days just kind of all started to drag out. And I started to slow down. And I started to become... Um, sad and then eventually that turned into depression and then I was like what what am I doing with myself and I really had no clue who I was anymore so I actually um I decided to start riding motocross again because that was the one thing that always gave me purpose growing up but here I'm I'm a little bit older for that sport um at that point in time than than when I was a kid and I got back into it and I I, I really really enjoyed it but it still wasn't wasn't fulfilling me on the level that that really um, I, I really intended to be filled on. And I think a lot of my fulfillment in the past came from an illusion of just accomplishment, accomplish one thing after another, after another, after another, and just be be as good as my most recent accomplishment. And that was really um, hiding the fact of all of my insecurities, all of the things that I was truly worried about within myself. So with, without the the opportunity to create tremendous wealth and then kind of 
for lack of a better term, fall from my pedestal. Um, I, I might have just become like an eased, egotistical jerk. Um, and I, I, I probably was that for a lot of people when I was at the top of my pedestal. So it actually really grounded me to, to realize um, how important my, my relationships are and how important it is in my inner world and who, I, who I, I'm being inside and how I'm feeling inside and, and started developing this need to start uncovering where my, my, my flaws were, all the, these things that I was able to hide because I had money. So it became a ent- very interesting journey for me. That sounds interesting is when when you have what you think you want and then you realize that that's not enough. Now, we all know that the mind is the controller of depression. And so you were saying how you were starting to get depressed. So how did you get out of that mentality? That was that was uh, that's an excellent question. That was that was a long, long road because I didn't even I didn't even know I was depressed. I was at the point where I was so depressed that I had no idea that I was depressed. I just like had no energy and, and just like all these symptoms were popping up, but I didn't know that was really depression because I, I'm like, well, I have this amazing life. Like I have um, great friends and I have uh, great I have businesses. I have money in the bank. I have beautiful homes. I get to travel, but yet I just like had nothing left inside of me. It felt like. So the way it really, um, I mean, the way it really started out was I was watching YouTube videos and I I stopped watching the Alex Joneses and the zeitgeists that were dropping me deeper into depression as the world's coming to an end, as they may have you believe. Um, I was living in Texas, so that definitely helped uh, <laughs> me, me get on that, that. conspiracy journey. Conservative, yeah, conservative state. Um, and... And I, I, I really started to investigate what was going on with me. And I, I stumbled upon a video on, on quantum physics and somebody speaking about everything on the quantum level at an event called Awesomeness Fest at the time. It's now called A-Fest. And um, I started listening to these videos of, of people that were really um, reverse engineering how the mind works. And I started remembering things that I always knew. And I started remembering who I really was at my core. I I believe that every single person on this planet, including myself, has major gifts, has gifts inside of them. And actually the root of all evil is the withholding of those gifts. And I was withholding my gifts and therefore I I was not being fulfilled and I was not able to receive because I wasn't giving. So it started on a path of like really investigating what my dominant thoughts were over the course of the day and um, really seeing what my beliefs were causing those thoughts. And that was actually what was dictating how I experienced reality. So when I was becoming miserable inside, every single person around me appeared to me to be miserable. They appeared to be complaining. They appeared to be whining or, or helpless. But the truth was it was actually a reflection of what was going on inside me. And I was completely too blind to realize it until I started watching some of these videos and then went to my first um, Awesomeness Fest event and um, learned all about belief hacking. The whole, um, the whole conference was around how does one change their beliefs around things. And that actually brought me into um, getting back into 
some amazing books that I had read and, and read it. Um, okay, so I, that leads me to a question. Yes. Ian, are you your thoughts or are you the person observing your thoughts? Great question. Now I know that, well, I might not even say person, not, but I am the observer of my thoughts. I absolutely can watch them um, just kind of roll through me and, and they actually very rarely does it get me to a place where I identify with those thoughts um, unless it brings me complete joy. So anytime that I have a thought that brings me anything less than complete joy, then I know that that thought is not a true thought. There's something, there's something uh, false with that thought. So it's one of the practices actually that, that I, I do moment by moment, every single thought coming through my head. So um, I think that distinction came from me with uh, reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Oh, that's so interesting because I found that book um, very different. I know that a lot of people absolutely love that book, and I was not enthralled um, because I, I just was reading other people. So anyway, it's, it's interesting, and it's so wonderful what books can do because they can hit some people like over the head and say, aha, and others just read it and go, okay, whatever, you know, because other books hit them over the head. I love that power about books. I want to squeeze one more question in here, if we could, before we need to take another break. And that is, how important is it to you, Ian, that you feel another person's support for you? Um, that that's, uh, that's a really interesting question. It, at times in my life, it was the most important thing. I was so identified with what other people thought about me, and it actually that was part of what led me into depression was worrying about what everybody else thought. And now it's, it's really a component of, um, is this, this something I know to be true in my heart? And am I getting the, 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 or am I giving out the best of my gifts, giving the best of myself? And so, well, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to know the name, know the genius in you on xzbn.net and know the name.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Ian Gray has in his name that has assisted him that you might have in your name as well. Now, Ian spells his name very differently than how it sounds or how you might think it is spelled. So I wanted to spell that out for you. It is I-A-I-N for Ian, and Gray is spelled G-R-A-E. So the last letter, instead of a Y like the color, is an E. So it's I-A-I-N for the first name and G-R-A-E for his last name. All right, stay tuned. Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo TV. Simo TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games, 
No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. The concept of a new age has been around since the late 19th century, yet much of its original meaning has been lost. What exactly is the new age? Is it a religion? A collection of obscure esoteric practices? A series of doomsday predictions? Or an astrological event? The New Age Chronicles is a unique, complementary publication bringing reason and grounded information to separate fact from fiction. Chock full of valuable information to support you as we make the monumental shift into the new era. You won't want to miss a single innovative issue. The New Age Chronicles newspaper is coming soon to www.newagechronicles.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and Xzone Broadcast Network and knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Ian Gray, whose website is evolvedlife.com, but life is spelt with a Y, so it's L-Y-F-E. Okay, Ian, I have heard you when you were talking with Kim Sutton, I was kind of eavesdropping on, and you were saying to her, that who is such a powerful word and it's the highest level of questioning is to ask who instead of how, when, what, whatever. So my curiosity is how do you figure that who is the most important out of all of those? Wow. This is a, this is a, this is a great question. This is a juicy one that I, I usually don't share um, with, with uh, the general public because it is actually so powerful. Um, and most people Will will argue with me tooth and nail, and and they're not the who's, and they're not whoing. So, um, what what happens with the who question is it actually takes the burden off of me to figure everything out as an entrepreneur. Was in my business, I was the salesperson, I was the HR person, I was um, the media buyer, I was every single hat 
that I could wear, I did. Uh, helping with finance, every single thing. I had my hands in everything. And that was fine in the very beginning. And as the business grew, then in order for me to accomplish everything that needed to be accomplished in a day, it would require me to work more hours. And then it got to a point where I was sleeping maybe four hours in a night. And it wasn't until I started discovering this who question that I was actually able to start to get people into the places that were better at providing whatever it needed to be provided um, than I would be. And actually just managing those individuals became um, my core focus. So if I were to think of an orchestra then you, you, or a symphony, then all, all the individuals in that symphony are uh, who's. And they're the ones that actually create the music. You have um, the orchestrator of the, the, the actual the music, mm-hmm. the conductor, um, that actually manages those individuals and actually can create much better music than he could have by himself. That whole entire piece will be significantly better. So anytime that I run into an area where I am starting to feel lack of resources, I look for the who. Or anytime I'm running into where I'm doing something that uh, I'm not enjoying, then I, I look for the who that can do it. This allows me to do this really cool thing called being. Rather than being a human doing, I become a human being. And being and embodying someone in particular, like I embody the usher, like I experience heaven on earth and I help others to experience heaven on earth everywhere I go. That's, that's who I be. And by being that person, then I know what the, the, the doing happens automatically. And then all of a sudden what comes back, what I have or what I can actually give to the world um, becomes amplified. So by asking that who question, it allows me to free up time, create more wealth, create better relationships, and really connect with others to put them in their zones of genius. Well, and it gives others opportunities to really excel because you're saying, yes, I want you to take this over and and do your best. Absolutely. Absolutely. And full faith that they're the best person because I asked the who question, not what needed to be done, not how it needed to be done. There's someone else that can answer those questions better than I can. Well, I love that question, too, because so many HR departments send me their job descriptions and a list of applicants and say, who do we want for this job? You know, and occasionally I have to say, start over again. But, you know, other than that, I rank them. So I love that who question. So Yeah, well, look at Richard Branson or Elon Musk. Like they're, they're accomplishing some of the greatest things in the world right now. It's not, they're not doing anything, though. They're just finding the right who's. Yeah, that's incredible. So on your website, you have how you can figure out different stages of awareness or consciousness. So how do you determine that? Like what are the different stages? I mean, isn't it all just one kind of blend? I, 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 the way I experience it for myself is how I, I came up with, with this, this scale. So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the first seven and the, the first is where like, I'm completely asleep. I'm a zombie. And the way I experience is that I have no idea what's going on. I just have stories about things and I have no power. And a lot of times uh, listening to the speech of like hearing what, what, what I would say in that would be like, what is going on? Like, I don't even have any idea. I'll be saying sorry and oops and excuse me as if my right exists impedes on others. 
Um, an, another, the next stage is where I become a victim and I start to blame others for things happening to me. And I feel very, um, I'm, I'm capable of very little responsibility. Actually, I would avoid it at all costs. And my mind is so busy that I can't actually distinguish between myself or my thoughts. My speech is going to be things like, why is this happening to me? What are you doing to me? What are they doing to me? It's your fault. It's their fault. They say that. That's a big popular thing that people in victim. Oh, you know what they say are always and ever, every, like always speaking in these absolutes in, in that way. Okay. I uh, call that the monkey mind. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. That, then there's the, the, the surviving or the worker, or the survivor. And that's the, everybody's hustling or get hustling or fake it, fake it. Um, the struggle is real or some of the things that they'll be saying. They'll use motivation to push themselves to take action. But a lot of times that action is not impactful. So they'll, they'll get a little bit. Of, when, I'm, when I'm in that mode, I'll speak for myself. When I'm in that mode, I'll get ahead. And then I'll get knocked back and then I'll get ahead and get knocked back. So two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back, hopefully. And in, in when all things are working good, I'm always short on time and money. And um, I, I'm always explaining who I am and I feel like I'm doing it all alone. The, the next stage of consciousness that I experienced was was actually awakening. And that's when I would be telling myself stories about like what I don't like about people, places, or things and attempting to ex change my experience of the world by looking out, change it outside. So I'm going to be really into social justice, yet I'm unaware that I'm actually creating my own reality because my, my stories in my mind are giving me all kinds of, um, beliefs that that um, I'm helpless to things outside of me, almost victim me in a way. But um, now I've got the energy to attempt to to make a change. Um, a lot of times I'll be looking to like create more rules that, so that others will act in the right way, which is my way. Um, it, it, it's where I start to actually realize that uh, free will um, starts to, to come into play. And that's when I start to actually change and move out of that. And I'll get to that thriving mode. So that in my experience is more, my mind is actually slowed. The thoughts that I have are actually in resonance with who I am. And that's what I'm usually a C-level executive or entrepreneur or some kind of managerial role where I'm making the kind of money that I like. Um, um when I'm speaking, I'm very, clear and directive in what I'm speaking, we start becoming very intentional. I'll start printing money. I'll make money like I'm printing it, like more money than I can actually spend. And um, when I experience any kind of rules, I'll start to realize that some of them started to become restrictive. So I'm start looking for the loopholes or ways to bend those rules. And then the sixth stage or uh, state would be where I'm leading. I, I start to become an authority on a topic my mind actually seems to stop. I just am. I, there's no no need for approval. I've actually um, begun to use real clear intention before I speak. And I start speaking, saying my intention is, or I am thinking, or I think I heard you say X, Y, Z. Um, and that's where a lot of people um, will get on the stage and start sharing their information. And then the seventh stage is, is 
in mastering or replicating. And this is where I start gamifying life. I actually use my mind consciously to manifest the experience that I desire. I hold my, my heart intentions in meditation and they become more and more clear. I write them down to gain further clarity. And then with those intentions, they just start to manifest for me. When I speak, I speak in first person. I am, I am being, I am thinking, I am listening. You'll hear those words consistently. Very rarely do I hear a lot of people saying, I am thinking, I am listening before they speak. I hear a lot of other words um, currently where, where I'm at right now. Um, you know, that's and everything the Indian starts to way. feel like a game. What's that, that? That's the Indian way. They always pause and really consider what somebody has said before they ever start to think. I want to thank you so much for joining us and taking your time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight here on Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, Ian. It has been just absolutely a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. It, it was a really great experience, and I'm really excited for everybody that, uh, that's been on for the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Be prepared and surprised and pleased when you experience Ian Gray's work. His website, again, is evolvedlife.com, and he spells life, L-Y-F-E. Now, Ian's name excels at working hard to support his family. His family is really important to him. This is found in the letter combinations I-A. If your name has an I-A combination in it, then you, too, have a propensity towards this ability of earning money motivated by helping your family. Now, what's really important to know is that both I's and J's are born to make money. All you have to do is focus on it. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network and the schedule page of KnowTheName.com. This is Sharon Lynn Wyatt signing off. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. 
We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.